Hey, it is Tuesday morning and it is quarter past ten. I have just woken up from a very, very long sleep. I think I woke up at like seven in the morning and then off six or something. Uh, I had a brief spell where I woke up and then watched TikTok videos for a little bit. I always hated the thought of TikTok, but actually, I love it. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, oh, I want to go back to sleep. So, I did. And I've just woken up. It's a little bit windy, but... There seems to be some sunshine, which is really nice. And the flat's clean. All my pillows seem to have been on the floor. Like I've thrown them out in the middle of the night, which definitely is normal behaviour for me. I have an abundance of pillows. I have six duck feather pillows. And then I have this like big cushion. No, sorry, I have seven. Yeah, seven pillars, not six. Seven pillars. Um, and then me being a girl, have lots of um, decoration cushions. So, how oh, is it early Tuesday? Is it Tuesday? Yeah, it's Tuesday. Um. So, I wanted to kind of, my point of this uh, podcast was, did the abuser really think I was going to stay single? How on earth did they think that? What would make someone think that you would be single forever? That that was possible? Because it's not for me to say that I'm, well, attractive. I mean, I like the way that I look, right? Which is fine. Um, The abuser really likes the way that they look. (laughs) What really ironic is... They like the way that they look, but the way that they look doesn't work out for them. I'm not saying that they're not attractive, but normally people that are attractive, right, literally cannot stop people um, contacting them and being drowned in uh, all that. Oh, God, I remember when I first met him. Oh God, that was so strange. Yeah, and when I first met him, um, I was on a girl's night out on a Saturday night and uh, he was out and he sent me this really gross text saying that he was surrounded by uh, girls. But he didn't say it like that. He said it in a real derogatory way because he's an incel. So of course he did. 
And I didn't really think a lot of it. But And then he, I think I'm sure he was like, but I'd rather be with you. And I'd already met at that point. I don't think we had... I don't know whether we had or we hadn't. Maybe. Um. Anyway. How can someone who's attractive be single at the age that they're at and have not had relationships? And the answer to that is because anyone that comes into contact with them apart from me, obviously, um, realises that they're an absolute dickhead. And uh, they've all rejected me. No one rejected him. No, just no one was interested in him at all. No, just nobody. In fact, he, unfortunately, and it's not nice, he was mocked online for an occasion. But he did stalk that girl. He literally stalked that girl online to see if she'd spoken about him and the situation, and she had. And uh, it's just weird. The, the things that he told me about what he did to girls, women, um, even women family members, the way that he treated them, was and is disturbing um and i had this meeting yesterday and the lady who was talking to me as a professional was like you was really lucky to get away from that person um and and be where you are now because they were basically saying that they they feared that i wouldn't be alive had i um stayed with that person which i believe as well um, I believe that my life would have ended prematurely um, and not of my choice. And that's a fact. Uh, so, yeah. Because I've actually never dated so much in my whole life as I had when I left that person. Um, Covid obviously kind of stopped a lot. And then I've dated loads of different guys. And I just think, how, when you're a younger generation, are you having to steal identities of girls that you don't know and you've never met to pretend that you've got a girlfriend? When it's easy, easy to meet someone, but you haven't. Oh, that's really funny because they said that me talking um, had stopped them meeting anyone. Yeah, mm, I remember that. They claimed that I'd stopped them meeting anyone and then created, they'd already created a fake girlfriend and messaged me pretending to be the fake girlfriend. Um, set up a whole account, Instagram account, pretend to be their own girlfriend. And uh, and then after that, when that account disappeared, the fictional girlfriend obviously broke up with them that didn't exist and wasn't true. 
And then, uh, just got something on my lip. Um, yeah, and then recent, more recently, um, pretended that they've got a girlfriend and that girlfriend's got a baby and, uh, well, twisted and psychotic and fucked up. And then there's like, and I just think, but there is so many people out there you could actually meet. But they're kind of like hypnotised by me now. They're obsessed with me. Everything I do. Who I'm talking to. Who likes photos on online. And who's making a comment. Who is that person and how does she know them? I can't control her. How does she know this person? person well that's absolutely bizarre and I, like i've said it before and i'll say it again that person literally stopped me talking like physically to them yet now hangs on every word that i say isn't it funny the dynamic and the power shift on that well they actually have no control over what I say now whereas before they they loved that control now they've got nothing and nobody because what the, the thing is right an abuser can tell people like friends oh she's crazy and uh, yeah, yeah she's real fucked up and what did he say? I was exaggerating the situation. And apologise to the very people that he'd use as weapons to hurt me. On my behalf. Like, But now. Now I'm in the position where. He doesn't get to control that narrative anymore. Because they can come here and listen to things. And see his actions right now. And understand all for themselves that. This is. Isn't me. That that. That that person. Is unable to control themselves. And can't handle the consequence of their own actions. He doesn't control the narrative of what I say anymore. He has no control over my mouth. He has nothing left. Apart from memories of smacking a woman in the face and all the rest of the things that he did to me that were heinous, he has nothing left but anger towards me. Abusers, when you leave, will have a lot of anger and hatred towards you. And... 
that is one of the what is their worst fear you leaving and not taking them back hurts them and things not going the way that they exactly planned it hurts them but that's not a reflection on you they should be dealing with their own problems their own way which is therapy and dealing with the fact that they will never, and in their words, not mine, because I'm a grown-up, I'm a grown adult, get one over on you. This person has an absolute obsession with this one-upmanship one kind of behaviour. And they thrive off it. Um... And that's still obvious right till today that that's their thing. Um, you left me, so I'm going to hurt you more and more kind of behaviour. And it's like, at some point, I was bound to just get tired of it and just go, what a knobhead. What a little fanny you are. And just kind of, Go, oh, right, yeah, that's more attention-seeking and showing that you're an abuser and proving my point. Because he's not intelligent. He's underhand and he's meticulous. But he's not clever enough to understand that what he has done has put him in a position to prove everything I've said about him. everything because he can't stop himself he has no but it always appears in that but he has no self-control because he kept his security from an emotional abandonment to cancel a hotel so I rang the hotel and I told them exactly what he was doing and they cancelled it and said he could never stay at that hotel again again and he wouldn't even open the email to read it to find out that it's been cancelled on him because like I say abusers can't handle reality and it was the same with some birthday presents. He bought me birthday presents and tried to use them as a weapon to hurt me. Oh, yeah. Imagine that, right? So he bought me presents, told me that he bought me presents. And then when the things weren't going his way, he told me he wasn't going to give me those birthday presents. what you do if you love someone is that what you do if you're a victim you say you've got 
presents to give to someone and then won't give them to them. Is that what you do? Because he, say, he says that he's the victim, right? I don't ever remember doing that to him. Or anything like that. Actually, never anything like that. Because why would you do that as a person? Um... I did eventually get those presents, but when I got those presents, I told everyone I bought them myself. And the reason why I did that was because they were given to me to manipulate me, to kind of steer me in some direction at some point around that time to do what he wanted me to do. So I thought, I'm not going to let him do that to me. And I'm going to say that I bought them so I can like them differently and take away the nastiness and the manipulation of why they were given to me in the first place. And he said, like, you made out, you bought them. After he'd tried to withhold them. I mean, that's how sick this person is. I just wanted to go completely against the grain of his narrative and his abuse. And put a line in the sand of that abuse and go and own it and go, I bought him. And he, re he really hated that. But I was like, you're a cunt. You tried to use them to weaponize them to try to control me. So I took that power away. Anytime he did. The thing that he expected me to do, or hopes that I would do, I went completely against it. He kept running out time, and I went out and had a good time and had sex with someone else. He ended it, right? He ended the relationship. The situationship. The abuse. Let's say he ended the abuse, that's the truth. And I went out and had a good time and he actually rang me and had the So I was just like, you don't get to tell me what to do, you daft cunt. So I went and did what he told me not to do. And he's like, right, it's over. And I'm like, alright, no worries. See ya. Went out and had a great Got absolutely leathered and ended up in Polar Bear. And um, snogged and had sex with someone that I knew. He was a dickhead, but so what? Um... And then this person, this abusive guy, had the gall to ring me and go, I need to know what happened. Mm -hmm. Fuck that dickhead, you ended it, you 
street is just her, like, you know, anything about me anymore. Um, no wonder. No wonder. Like, and you're like, my mate said it's not me, this isn't me. It's not abuse, you know, it's just this. Of course, they don't know that side of you because you're not abusing. But at least now they can come here and listen and find out what a cunt you are to me. And you've got absolutely no say in it, you've got no control over it. Like, just fuck off. Like, go fuck yourself a little bit. Go drop yourself off a short head and hurt yourself. Um, and it's very windy out there. Yeah, so that's what I was dealing with. It's a massive head fuck. It's just like, why? Why would someone? It's so, like, energy draining. He, like, saying that back, I'm like, oh my god, what was I doing? This guy's a major cunt. Oh, God. What a weirdo. Also, I w why are we still on Tuesday? How the fuck is going on? It's only Tuesday. I've been going on for 20 minutes now, more. Um, I need to get up soon. I'm going to go walk the doggy Lawoggy. Take some stuff to the post office. And come home and relax.